Welcome back to the Friend Partnership Podcast Series. This morning we're going to be talking about R&D tax relief. Now I know it seems like every man and his dog is talking about R&D tax relief at the moment. It's a subject we've been specialising in at Friend for years. But today we're going to be specifically looking at the somewhat daunting task of dealing with a HMRC inquiry into your R&D tax relief claim. The press is telling us that HMRC is looking at R&D tax claims as somewhat low-hanging fruit at the moment and if not dealt with correctly it can result in you having to repay your claim in full and maybe incur penalties and fines in the process. David Gillies has joined me again and we are going to discuss how the process works and touch on what you should be thinking about if you find yourself on the receiving end of an HMRC inquiry into your claim. Morning David and thanks again for your time today. Hello Sean. Right, so my, my company has claimed R&D tax relief for the past couple of years w- without any, any, any issues as far as submitting the, uh, the, the claim. I've heard that HMRC are seriously looking into R&D tax claims. Um, it seems to be in the press quite a lot. Is this true? What is actually happening? Okay, well, that, it's, I'll start with a little bit of background. So R&D tax credits, uh, it, uh, it, it's a very valuable tax relief which is aimed at encouraging companies to undertake research and development obviously Um, and it it lets companies claim an enhanced deduction for the cost of any R&D expenditure uh, which can either reduce their corporation tax liability or if it generates a loss that loss can be converted into a repayable tax credit so to put R&D tax credits into perspective in 2019 HMRC paid out nearly five and a half billion pounds to R&D claimants, so it's massive. Yeah, yeah. Now, they've always operated what they call a process now, check later approach, um, which means that they would generally turn the claim round in 28 days, and that really doesn't give them enough time to thoroughly check whether a claim is correct, to check its integrity. Now, they know that there's a problem with overclaiming of tax credits. All right, it's, a, it's an extreme example, but I don't know if you remember, at the end of 2020, one of the worst R&D fraud cases uh, hit the press. Uh, three individual invol- uh, individuals involved, uh, they were sentenced to a total of 21 years in prison. They had tried to claim £29.5 million in R&D tax. <laughs> I had read that. It was an yeah. interesting story. Yeah, a completely bogus IT uh, healthcare system. Uh, it didn't actually exist. All right, that's an extreme example. Um, so in March, around budget time, HMRC announced uh, a new task force specifically aimed at undertaking um, R&D or inquiries into R&D claims. Now, they are aiming to recover around £610 million in underpaid tax. That's tax that's underpaid because of incorrect or fraudulent R&D claims. So what sort of areas of R&D claims are HMRC particularly looking at? Um, I think they're going to be particularly interested in making sure that um, the activity that the release has been claimed for actually qualifies as research and development. Um, so the meaning of research and development, uh, for tax purposes anyway, 
set out in a series of guidelines issued by the Department for Business Innovation and Skills. Now, it originally came out in March 2004. They updated it in December 2010. And now those guidelines say, and I'm going to quote here, uh, that R&D for tax purposes takes place when a project seeks to achieve an advance in science or technology. That is it. That's, that's the base definition. So interestingly, the guidelines also say that a process or a device or a product isn't sim- doesn't necessarily become R&D for tax purposes because science or technology is used in creating it. Um, if it doesn't advance scientific or te- technological capability as a whole, it's not R&D. Okay. okay? Yeah. So I think that this is where HMRC are going to be concentrating all their inquiry efforts. Um, so far this year, us at uh, Friend Partnership, we've dealt with two major R&D inquiries, and in each case, HMRC's focus, the focus of their questions, all related to whether or not what had been claimed constitutes qualifying research and development. Now, I'm pleased to say that in both cases we're able to successfully um, show that they did, and HMRC um, um, conceded our clients' R&D claims were, were correct, and they closed the inquiries. Okay. But I think that's where the focus is going to be. Okay. 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 So th- there seems to be a huge amount of so-called R&D specialists out there. Um, any kind of Google search will bring up a load of like really flashy websites with a lot of people that seem to know what they're talking about. But what are the warning signs? What should I look out for? Um, well, obviously, because R&D relief is so valuable, as we just said $5.5 billion in 2019, a large number of firms sprang up uh, claiming to be R&D advisors. Um, now, many of them were proper professional firms, but unfortunately, within that number, there were a few unscrupulous firms uh, uh, promising the earth. And when I say unscrupulous, let's be frank, they were dodgy. Um, So the sort of thing to look for if you're looking at warning signs is maybe, uh, and and, you know, these aren't definite warning signs, I suppose, but they're the things to look for. So if you look at the advisor's website, does it make unrealistic claims? Is it promising the earth? You, you need to check into and have some idea of how the um, firm is set up and how it's run. So, for instance, does it have ex-HMRC inspectors on its staff, mm. specialists? Yeah. Um, does it have a quality assurance team? Okay. Um, has it got membership of a professional body? So, something like the Institute of Taxation or the Institute of Chartered Accountants of England and Wales? Um, that sort of thing. Um, you should certainly want to make sure they got proper professional indemnity insurance. Um, in terms of the way that they operate with you, you want to make sure that they spend time with you and they're open uh, and above board about how they put the claim together. So in some cases, if your claim went in from your advisor and you only had a very brief opportunity to look at it or couldn't even look at it at all, and there's no proper report prepared to back the claim up, or they didn't explain their findings to you, let's say, or or even let you have a copy of the final report, you should have concerns, I think. Um, Also, if preparing their claim, they just had generic 
templates and questionnaires that's something to be it's possibly a warning flag yeah. now I, I, I don't want to give the impression that all specialist R&D advisors are dodgy they're not uh, but it's certainly the case that as I say because of the value of the relief and the the potential for charging significant fees and that those would often, often be a percentage of the relief recovered it did attract more than uh, its fair share of let's uh, let's tactfully call them unprofessional advisors okay so t just to confirm then um, you don't have to be a qualified accountant or a chartered accountant to do this it's basically a, you know, a, a glorified form-filling exercise, and anyone can do it. So, and that's where some of these the so-called specialists are coming from. Is yes. that what we're saying? It's unregulated. Okay, excellent. Okay, so I haven't had an inquiry yet, but if I do get one, and some of my claim is found to be incorrect, what actually happens? Well, the inquiry procedure would be first off, you would, you would get a letter from HMRC saying formally that they're opening inquiry, um, notifying you of that. Um, and obviously they would then ask questions, they look into the claim, make sure that it was proper R&D, etc, etc. If it's found that you've overclaimed, then you'll certainly have to pay back the amount of um, tax you've received as a result of your, your, your incorrect claim, together with any interest. Now, it is also now standard they'll look to charge you a penalty. Now that penalty can be up to 100% of the overclaimed tax right. relief. Um, it's not always going to be 100%. So the level of the penalty will depend ultimately on whether the error uh, that you've made was either careless, um, that would be the lowest level of penalty, or possibly negligent, a slightly higher level, or fraudulent, and that's at the top of the scale. Mm. Um, but they will look at other things, you know, like your um, your level of cooperation, etc. If you haven't received an inquiry notice from HMRC, but you are concerned that a claim that's been made on your behalf may possibly be incorrect, you could also consider doing a voluntary disclosure before HMRC actually open inquiry. Uh, there's a procedure to go down. Um, the advantage of the voluntary disclosure is obviously that the level of penalty will be much lower because it's just purely voluntary. Okay, so we're saying then if you have um, put an R&D claim in and you know, you're reading in the press that things are clamping down, there, there is a service out there, and I know that it's something obviously that we and I'm sure others provide, in reviewing a, um, a claim that's already been put in, is that something that can be done? We can certainly review any claims that uh, that people are concerned about, but also um, if you are actually uh, being inquired into by HMRC, um, we have a great deal of expertise in R&D claims, we do many of them, and so we can help you in, in uh, actually dealing with the inquiry for you. Okay, and from a, from a, a sort of technical perspective on putting the claim in from what I've read and what we've done there's obviously the paperwork that goes in that describes the R&D and the level of um, sort of technical input that's gone into that is critical to a successful claim would you would you agree with that yeah absolutely I mean the, the more justification for the claim and um, uh, with reference to you know the Department of Business Innovation and Skills and, and HMRC's definition of R&D for tax purposes yeah the more there is the more care that's gone into the claim yeah. the happier you should be if you're concerned about your advisor okay okay excellent right well let's leave it there um, that's a nice little introduction
introduction, I think. It's definitely food for thought. And if you have got R&D tax claims, either you're thinking of putting one in or you have put one in already, um, maybe getting that reviewed and checked is something to think about. So uh, thanks, and we'll uh, catch you again soon. Thanks, Sean. Thank you.